What's rocking y'all? It's your girl Lana, and right now you're listening to Meant to Be, the podcast where we encourage young adults to stay fresh and to know that you are meant to be here. Where we use the Word of God to help you to learn to lead in your lane. We will always start with the scripture because I believe that the Bible is meant to be our guide to everyday life. What's going on, y'all? It's episode eight, and today I am ready. I know that every episode I am ready, but today I am ready, okay? But of course, y'all know I have my verse, which is Hebrews 6.12, and it says, We do not want you to become lazy, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit what has been promised. And so why I picked that verse is because, well, one, today's topic and title is The Promise. But for me, I feel that that verse is saying that even though sometimes we may compare ourselves to other people or we may look at certain people's pages, maybe on Instagram or Facebook and they got it going on, there was a process. Um, maybe they had the faith, maybe they had patience, but at the end of the day, we have to have our own faith. We have to have our own patience in order to be able to get what God has promised us. And so for me, I feel that sometimes I may look at other people's pages or maybe something that they're doing and it's blowing up and I'm like, dang, I want to be like them, but they had to go through a process they had to go through um a lot of things probably just to get to where they got to be and so for me I feel like it's saying yes you know you want to have that same thing you want to imitate um but imitate the patience imitate the faith don't just you know feel like you need to compare yourself because at the end of the day you are a different person than somebody else but yes you can have the same faith your faith and you can have patience for the promise that god has for you so that leads my to that leads me to my first point which is there are promises where the only payment is patience And you're like, Alana, what? We can't just pay somebody to have patience for us or me? No, you cannot do that. It does not work. But I feel that there are some times in life where you have to just be patient. For me, that was definitely a time when I was looking for a job. I was babysitting on and off. There were things that... I needed to raise funding for whether that was going to Alabama on a trip or just things that I wanted to buy. Um, Now, there were things that I was saving up for, like driver's training. There was driver's training that I needed to save up for and even my braces. So, I feel like, yes, I needed a job. I was 15. I was looking for jobs. I had applied to a couple of places, but I was not getting the job. But because I was kind of, I feel like I wasn't rushing it, but I was just doing it to be doing it because one, I already knew the promise um, of a job. I already knew that I was not going to be working at McDonald's or any like fast food. And I I felt like I wasn't going to work at a retail store either, but I just knew that that wasn't me and that's not what God has promised me and I didn't want to do it. Like just not because I feel like I'm not the type of person 
who wants to just, I don't know. I'm not going to get into all that, but I just knew that God had promised me a job. But because I needed money, uh, I was babysitting, like I said, but it was kind of like an on and off thing. Like there were times where, you know, the kids would get sick, so I wasn't able to babysit, you know, during that time. So I wasn't able to make the money that week, and I wasn't able to, you know, to add to my savings or whatever I needed that week. So, of course, I was just kind of applying for jobs. And I was not getting them. And my patience was kind of running low. I'm like, okay, God, I know you promised me a job. I know you promised me that I would not be working at, you know, certain places. But, God, I didn't even apply there. So why am I not getting these jobs? And then later on, I had to sit down and I had to say, okay, you know what, God, maybe I'm not supposed to have a job right now. I am supposed to be grateful for the babysitting jobs that I do have because there are some days where um, I could just kind of – when I needed to do something, when I had a family event where I needed to be somewhere with my friends or I, you know, they would, I wouldn't have to babysit on the day or the parents were like, you know what, okay, I know you're supposed to babysit on this day, but we know you have this, we can arrange something. And so that was something that I was definitely grateful for, even though I was like, okay, God, I need to step a job. I need money, you know, coming in every two week, every week, you know. I was like, you know what, okay, let me sit down and rethink this. And later on, my job came, which was a very happy feeling for me because I was like, okay, yes, this is what I wanted. And God was like, boom. But for me, I feel that the payment for that was patience. Not like, oh, you got to pay. No, it was like, you need to learn patience type of thing. Because I feel like I'm definitely not good at patience. One, because I hate surprises, y'all. I'm just going to be honest, straight up. Surprises ain't my thing. I do not want a surprise. I don't like surprises. If you have something for me, just kind of like, yeah, let me know. Um, But then also I got to wait to get it. Like if my friends, you know, sometimes my friends, they live... Um, if my friend lives a while away or I just can't see them that week and I know that they're getting me something and I'm just like, okay, now I gotta wait. And that's that's a hard feeling. Like, uh, I don't know why it's a hard feeling for me, but it just is. It's like, dang, I know you got this. So, now I'm waiting on it. Like, even when we go on trips, like, you know you got a trip this week or you know you're going camping with your family or you're going out and you gotta wait a week and you count down the minutes, the times, like, it was, that's how it was for me so pretty much it's the patience and it's pretty much learn, I would say again learning self-discipline for me I have to learn self-discipline and not being like cuckoo crazy um, and not having the patience on certain things I feel like there's certain times where God is like Alana just sit down for me it was babysitting hey you have this job appreciate it love it like but you're gonna have to wait and that's pretty much how it was I feel like I was like okay you know what okay God, you're right I need to learn how to have some patience because I don't know why that was just such a hard thing for me I know there's a lot of times where you're like okay God you promised me this boom I'm ready for it where is it and he's like no you're not getting it because you don't have the patience to wait. And you're like, no, God, like, you're joking. Give it to me, like, right now. Because I did this, I did that, check mark, boom, boom, boom. Where is it? And you're like, and he's just like, no, that's, no, that's not how it works. 
Because like I said, there's a lot of times where maybe it's like, um, for me, I would say working out would be an example for me. There's like a lot of times where I look at people or look at, you know, other people and I'm like, okay, loving that, loving how she puts that on, loving how she fits in that. I don't want to, you know, wear that too. I want to be able to fit in that. And I'm not a very good at working out. Like I work out one week and I'm like, okay, I don't see no pro- progress. I'm done. This ain't working for me. I don't see no progress. I don't see nothing. And so then I just kind of like give up. But it's like, no. It it takes way more than one week to get some abs, y'all. Like, seriously. And so uh, I'm still definitely working that out today because I'm just not good at working out. But like I said, that is definitely something that I can um, relate to. And there's a lot of people today because just society today is like, yeah, no. But for me, just for my self-image, I would like to fit in my clothes a certain way or, um, you know, just different type of thing. You know, just for me. Of course, I want to say don't, you know, change yourself and nobody else don't because you want to look bad and bougie. Yes, everybody want to look bad and bougie. But just love yourself, one. And that takes patience itself, loving yourself. Learning to love yourself takes patience. But... That is something that I can relate to. Hey, you know what? I don't see no progress. I'm done. I quit. Mm-mm-mm. Not for me. And my body's like, uh, no, girl. You did one push-up, five sit-ups, and you, like, were done. And that's not how it works. But, like, I was like, hey, if you just keep pushing, if you keep having the patience, if you keep pushing and working hard and doing what I ask you to do, but you're, you know, waiting for your promise then I'm able to say, you know what, okay, she's ready to move. And so he'll move you. Which leads me to my next point is trust the process. There's a process that God is going to have you go through and pretty much you're going to be like, okay, why is this taking so long? Why is this process so long? For me, the person that I am becoming today, it took, let me see, I will cite. 12 13 when things really started to go downhill for me and that's where my process started um and i'm like and i'm 17 now but it's like what 12 to like 16 and a half 17 it took me that long to really start you know to see the vision of my life like that's a lot of years but that was my process there was some like there were certain things or there were certain times where god had to shake me in my life, you know, there were some times where I was really going on a good path. I was really moving forward, but then I messed up. I made a mistake, and God was like, "Okay, that's your process. You're going through that. So, how can we jump from that? How can we move from that? How can you move forward?" And that is your process. There are different processes that people go through. Like some of y'all, I know some of y'all processes. Like I know y'all not gonna be waiting no couple of years to really, really push. But there are certain processes that God will have certain people go through. He will have you go through a season. He will have you have a bump on the road. He will have a brick wall that you will run into here and there. And because he wants to, you know, he wants to really strengthen you and have you know that there will be obstacles in your life that you will have to go over in order to get to what the promise is. 
And so for me, I had to go through um, depression. I had to go through pain. I had to go through a lot of scenarios to be able to start a podcast and say, hey, you've been through it. I've been through it too. I'm here to talk about it. I'm here to share that, you know, that God loves you, even though you made this mistake and I made it. And this is what we can do to move forward. And because I went through all of that stuff and that was my process, now I can share that with so many people. I'm able to speak on it. I'm able to relate to people and say, hey, this happened to me and that happened to you too. Let's talk about it. And I'm, you know, this is what I'm doing today to move forward. And that is my process. That is my season. That was that was my season. And now today, I'm definitely not perfect, but I'm still learning every single day. And that's how, you know, God will be. There's a lot of people that who go through a process to be able to get where they are today. And so sometimes we can't just sit and be like, okay, yeah, they got that. I got to have that too. It's like, uh, no. What, what's, what are you doing right now that God is asking you to do? What is your season right now that you're going through in order to get what God has promised? Which leads me to my next point is, how are you waiting for your promise? How are you waiting? There's a lot of times where... Um, for example, from my podcast, um, this is my season right now. And there are some times where we'll be like, okay, here we go again. I have to record on this day. I have to publish it on this day. And it's like, ugh. But then there's some things like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to talk about this. I'm excited to have this person on. I'm excited to share this word with them. So it's like iffy. There's some times where I'll have, a, you know, like a negative attitude about it. And it's just like, okay, this is my daily check mark. And there's some days like, no. I'm excited to get this, you know, going. I'm excited to do this. And that's how pretty much it's like if you have a stinky attitude during your season, I don't think you're going to be moving forward, you know. Not, you know, to say that in a rude way, but it's like for me, like if I just sit here and like, okay, here we go again, episode what, 10? I don't even know what number this is. Let's talk about whatever today, blah, blah, blah. And God's going to be like, hmm, yeah, no. I'm not ready to move on from that. I know I have to be like, you know what, hey, this is what God has promised me, guys. This is what I'm ready for. This is what I'm working towards. I'm doing this to get there, and I'm excited. So it's pretty much based on your attitude. Like, it's like, like food. If you, like, sitting there starving and you like, oh, my gosh, like, this is terrible. Like, the negative and you just, like, it's weighing you down. Like, even for, like, sports. I would say that's a better example. When you're in sports and you have this negative attitude, you're not going to win. That's not going to boost your team up. That's not going to help you guys win. But if you're like, hey, you know what? We got this. We can do this. This is how we can do it. And this is what, you know, this is the positive attitude we need to have to like yeah, y'all, y'all gonna have a little boost of excitement. Y'all gonna have a boost of energy. Like coaches when they have time. Like when y'all go into their little um locker rooms and he like y'all messed up, but you know this is what we can do to hype up and get back on the field. They're like yeah, you know like there's always the boost of energy. It's pretty much how your attitude is, how you're feeling, and how you're expressing the season that you're going through. There's some seasons where God is gonna have you in and you're not gonna like it at all but it's how is how are you handling it how are you going through it are you saying god thank you for you know um giving me this situation or um sometimes it's not gonna be a good situation y'all 
and you're just gonna be like okay yeah no but it's like what's the good side about it what's the good part about it what's the excitement what's the positive part about the season that you're going through maybe it's a job and maybe you have a few customers who are really nice to you but then most of the time you have some negative co-workers or something like that and it's like how can you take that job how can you see the positive side of it because soon god will move you to a better place or soon god will move you into a bigger place or maybe have more money it's just pretty much how you view um your situation I'm not saying that every day is going to be a great day. You're going to be like so happy every single day. That is not true because that's not true for me. But there are some days where you know that you can have a better or positive insight on your season. And so my next point is gifts don't matter if it's not time. For me, I feel like my gift was volleyball in school. Like, I felt like volleyball was the thing that was going to help me get to where I needed to go. I thought volleyball was going to be my scholarship. Like, that was my ride to school. That was me. I was playing on the homeschool league. But for some reason, we kept having trouble. And I was like, okay, God, what's going on? And he was like, try public school. You know, like, you know, because one, there's people who are coming in to give offers and stuff like that. People who come and see you. And so I'm like, okay. But originally, we only wanted to go just to play sports and I would still stay home and homeschool. That didn't work out. So I ended up going full time to public school. And we were still having issues. And I was like, okay, God, why is this happening? I even, like, when I went to public school, I got a, you know, a better position on the volleyball team. And I was like, okay, so I got a better position, but volleyball's not working. Like, what's going on? And later on, I found out that pretty much I was smart. I know you're like, okay, what does that mean? Um, how do you? How did you not know you were smart? For me, guys, I'm gonna be honest. I'm not very good at getting my homework done. I was not very good at getting my homework done. Like all through middle school, coming up high school, like I was terrible. Um, I was you know procrastinating all of the time I would only get a certain amount done I'm still working on it today but I feel like I'm getting a little bit better um I'm saying a little bit I am getting better um but I was still like yeah no homework mm -mm." because I felt like I was not smart especially at math I'm gonna just say math Mm -mm. we're not even gonna get to math okay y'all let's just leave math alone but even with the good subjects that I was good at, I still was kind of like, okay, uh, not getting this done. So I thought when I went into public school, I thought to myself, they're going to joke on me. They are going to like just play me on like me being dumb. Like I know I'm not going to be able to get this work done. They are on high, like big level. I don't even know what I'm doing. Come to find out that I was getting my work done i was working really hard i was like and god was like you're gonna go to college for being you know academically smart and volleyball yes you have the skill but that's not what i want you to do and so that was pretty much it you know i had the gift of playing volleyball but because god didn't want me to do that in that time or even in college um, maybe he still wants me to play for college but at that time he did that was not what he was trying to show me he was trying to show me yes he did prove to me but yes I am able to play at a higher position and that I'm able to be a good player I'm definitely not good like the perfect player y'all I'm 
Um, but he was showing me that, yes, that I'm a good player. But really, I have the brains. I have the smarts and that I don't need to downplay myself. And so he was showing me both sides and where I needed to be. Because, like I said, you may be working at a job, you may be doing a certain thing, and you are like, good, you are great at that thing, and God has gifted you so beautifully in that thing. I don't know what your skill is or what your gift is, um, but then you're like, okay, God, but why am I at this place, and I'm using my gift, but it's not working? One, because maybe you're there and he wants you to move from that place or take a pause from that place or your time is up from that place um but there are certain things that god will have you do but at a different place or maybe at a different time but he still wants you to use the gift that he has given you um it looks different for everybody you know i feel like there's no person who um is the same and so because you have to go back to him, it's pretty much, guys, I feel like it's all going back to God. God has the plan. He has the plan all mapped out, drawn out, written out. He wrote it before we'd even blinked. Our first blink. Like, all of that. And so if we over here trying to use our gift and we trying to figure out why nothing's working, it's not going to work. We have to go back to him and say, God, you know what? I'm in this place. I'm in this season. You know, I'm using my gift. I feel like this is what you told me to do. But what's the plan? What do I need to change? Where do I need to move? What's going on? And so pretty much from there, you know, you just have to listen and you to what he says and what he where he says to move, where he says to go, what he says to do. And so I feel like, you know, it's like I said, it's different for everybody. It's never going to be the same. And so I feel that... Um, a lot of times we just pretty much have to go back to him because he's the one who created us he's the one who has the plan and because he give he gave us our gifts you know he's the one to kind of say hey this is what's going on you know even though you may have a gift like i said you may be somewhere and you're using it and you're like okay i'm going to do it my way i'm going to use my gift this is how i feel like god wants me to use my gift but he's like no you know maybe he wants you to use it differently and he's like, no, I would like you to use it this way. Not in like, hey, you have to do this. But maybe somebody will pass you and they'll say, hey, you know what? I see her doing this. I see her using her gift that God has given her, you know. Or if you do it your way and in other ways, it may be like, hey, this person just passed you. And that because you were doing it your way um, or you weren't doing it, I feel like the way that God had created you to do it in a certain way, he's like, um it may not go exactly the way that you have planned because that's not his plan. So pretty much, like I said, you pretty much have to go back to God and ask him what his plan is um, for your gift, where should you be, and um, what's your plan on how we should use it for me, God? What, what, How do you want me to use my brain? Whether that's writing an essay or a book, um, God is like, hey, you can write, write a book. And so he told me what to write. Um, Every day I pray, I'm like, okay, God, I have this pencil, I have this paper, what should I write? And he pretty much just flows through me. Like for you, maybe it's um, speaking. Hey, God, I'm pretty good at speaking. This is a gift that you have given me. I'm in this season right now. I'm in this place. What should I say? Who should I be talking to? That's pretty much just all you have to do. Just say, hey, Father, I'm here. 
and I'm you know I want to move the way you want me to move so um, that is my last point okay what's up y'all I have a special guest for y'all today today I am bringing in one of the best my girl Jada Isabel she's one of my very closest friends um, we were on and off when I was little we had met with her family and we did co-ops for a little while which is like you know homeschoolers getting together and um, doing some family things and doing schoolwork but then later on we kind of we were on and off as well we um, later on got closer and connected um, through you know just texting and stuff like that and she kind of just pulled me into her life and I seen that she would be one of those people who would help me stay in my faith more and she definitely was so pretty much um, I just you know she's like a big sister to me she's always there for me and I just see all the potential in her so she recently just um, published a book out and I would like her to come on here and share um, how that went I have a few questions that I'm gonna ask her but first I want to let her introduce herself so Jada hi guys um, my name is Jada Isabel as you guys know I've known Alana for quite a long time now but we've just recently gotten close and she's given me the opportunity to come on here and answer some questions for you guys so let's, let's get into it so the first question I have for you is what made you want to write this book right so um, for those of you that don't know it's poetry um, and uh, I feel like a lot of really challenging events have happened in the last couple months and um, a lot of things that I've uh, that relate to things that I've written about and I just felt like it was time to uh, start looking for opportunities and to take that step and get it out there okay well first I didn't even like say this girl but what is the name of your book before we get it's called loving her okay mm-hmm that's a really great name thank you <laughs> <laughs> so what was your motivational push for the book and just anything you know outside pushing you to um just write right um so recently I had a breakup and as a lot of people do I think um it made me take a step back and look at the things um that are truly me like that are intrinsic to me and my soul and what I love to do um and I think I just realized and God was speaking to me about this is time to step out and start doing things that I have previously felt like maybe I'll do that later or it's not as important but um like it's go time and so yeah that's what pushed me to um send it out to editors to get it typed up in the right format things of that sort that's good and was there any obstacles that you had to co overcome writing this book? Um, honestly, not many. Um, I would say uh, I didn't really feel much hesitation except when I got it published and I, I started seeing everyone that was reading it and it gave me um, a little bit of anxiety just wondering what they were going to think, if they were going to like it, um, how it sounded. Um, so I would say that that was really the only obstacle, but um, the editors were really kind, really accommodating, um, and the program that I used was really uh, understandable and simple, and I was really just blessed in that way, honestly. Okay, girl. 
and how long did it take you? Um, so I've always had the book, um, and for the book that I just published, I only used about a third of the book of my poems. Mm-hmm. And um, to type it up, it probably took like a full day and a half, um, but I, I would do a couple hours here, a couple hours there. Mm-hmm. Um, so in writing it, um, I've been writing the actual, the actual words for close to two years now. But typing up the manuscript took about 10 hours in total. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how does it feel being a Christian? You know, a Christian writer, Christian young lady, you know, being 18 and just kind of growing up, you know, you know, close soon, you know, being on your own. Right. And, you know, just being out here, girl, in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, it's scary, honestly. Um, it, it is scary at first, uh just being adult period not even being um a christian adult or a christian woman um at that but um i think it's also very empowering and it's brought a lot of confidence um when i do things that are important or even just you know handling my own appointments handling my own health things like that just they remind me of the confidence and the capability that god has put in me as um, a woman, as a Christian woman, as a mentor, as a writer, um, and, uh, I think that that really is what propels me to go towards the things I want to do, is just, um, the confidence of God's faithfulness, and, um, just the willingness to be okay with failing. Okay, girl, and for my last question is, why do you continue to push for God when you've dealt with so many things? That is a great question, um, and I think that that's one of the, uh, one of probably the most asked questions of people that are not Christian or questioning maybe becoming Christian or even Christians themselves, um, basically is at the heart of it, why, um, what good does it do you to be Christian if you'll still go through hard things, and, um, for me, uh, I don't see God as someone that stops bad things from happening I just mm-hmm. see him as um as a father uh, as a mm-hmm. as a friend and a leader who mm-hmm. is always gracious and forgiving and um that really that enables me to um make decisions to do things to go places with confidence so that I don't have to be fearful I don't have to be anxious mm-hmm. um it reminds me that people are just people um there's more to life than just this and um I think that being Christian has definitely made me a lot more confident and a lot more um, open about the things that I've been through. Um, and so I would say, uh, yeah, just um, just his faithfulness and his grace towards me that I don't deserve makes me, um, it makes me closer to being the woman I want to be. That's good, girl. I know I say girl a lot, you guys, but that's just how I talk. But I just, yeah, I just pretty much enjoy having Jada around in my life. Um, I pretty much just know that she is one of those people who's going to be there for me, like, all the time. And, um, she, you know, she always loves and supports me. And I pray that everyone has a friend like Jada Isabel. Um, um, I just know that she has so much potential and that's why I wanted her on here because you know she is 18 and and there's a lot of teenagers who feel like 
you know, it's God, you know, really do I do why should I keep, you know, following God when I'm grown or when I'm older and I can make decisions on my own and I feel like I really, you know, people or teenagers feel like, you know, they don't need him anymore because it was really just their parents bringing them along in life. But like Jada said, every day that he's there for you, he's supporting you. He will always be there for you when you fall or when you make mistakes. So that is why I had her on today. I hope that you guys check out her book, which is Loving Her. Mm -hmm. um, it is on Amazon. Um, I will put the link in all the descriptions in there for you guys to go check it out. And thank you guys for listening. But before we log out, I want to let you guys know that me and Jada are starting a Bible study Mondays at 9 p.m. It's about 45 minutes to an hour long. Um, it's on Zoom. I will be putting out all the information on my Instagram and my Facebook. If you do not know, it is um, Alana Brunson on Facebook, but it is underscore Alana B underscore Mint on Instagram. I will put both of our um, Instagrams and Facebooks under in the description. Um, Jada does not have Instagram, but she does have a Facebook, and that's where you guys can reach her. Don't forget to check out her book. Um, we, again, we will be starting the Bible study on Monday, the 7th of September this month. And so I pray that anybody who wants to join is off for all teenagers. If you have siblings um, who are, you know, 13 or, her, you know, coming up age, hey, let them know like, hey, you know, this is a Bible study. I would like you to come with me on Zoom. So that's pretty much it. Thank you guys for listening. And I hope that you guys have a great week. Peace out.